We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Arnold Palmer, Invitational DraftKings Picks, Preview, Weather, Finalized, One and Done, in the Finalized Betting Cart. The bets will get even more finalized in the newsletter later on on Wednesday, because maybe Tambo can fill me in on what I should do, but I'm still on the fence between a few things. I don't have that much action down right now in the outright market because I want to talk through the weather, the T-splits, and everything that goes along with it before making some final decisions. And some of the numbers keep slipping, but I'll go through what I have so far. The finalized betting sheet is going to be in the newsletter. The DraftKings Listeners League, you missed it. It's full. All 3,500 spots have gone through, which means the Players' Championship We're going to get at least 5,000 spots coming through. So you'll probably want to get in early to that because if this one filled so quickly, by the time we even did the DraftKings pick show, you better expect that the Players' Championship is going to fill very quickly, okay? FantasyNational.com slash Mayo. Today is Wednesday. You get the weekly with that 20% discount for using slash Mayo. You can build all your lineups, do all your research for the Arnold Palmer Invitational, then get your showdown stuff, live stats, everything like that over the weekend if you want to fire. But you also get till next Wednesday, which means that you can do all your research and build all of your lineups for the Players' Championship as well. It's a two-for-one at FantasyNational.com, FantasyNational.com slash Mayo. Tambo, when you go back and watch this later on, you should smash the like and sub to the channel. I will. And give, me your, and give me your favorite sleepers. I mean, you probably don't need to. We'll talk through your favorite sleepers. But uh, everyone out there should I give read me. through them all. I read the comments. Well, just don't have a lisp. Because if you have a lisp, <laughs> yeah. people, people will comment on yeah. your lisp. It was an audio problem on Jeff's end. Bad connection. He good, doesn't. Bad he, connection, he, good engagement. Bad, bad connection, good engagement. But no, Jeff didn't actually have a stroke, if people were wondering. <laughs> He's okay. All right, good. Yeah, he's just Florida man now. You want an NBA queue again? You have two of them. Two seats, yeah. Solid night. Uh, b- battle, man. I don't think many people can say this. You got, uh, you know, your fate is in the hands of Kelly Olynyk of the Utah <laughs> Jazz with eight minutes to go, and he only needs like 10 or 12 fantasy points. I know, like, points per minute-wise and stuff, but, you know, anything could happen with that much time, close game, everything that it came down to, and was nice to get the job done. Feel pretty grateful about that, and having two seats is always great when you go into these events. I won both my I tied for this seat and won my previous seat with two entries in those qualifiers. So if I can now play this, employ the same strategy at the event in Denver, maybe there's a shot. Win a million bucks? A million bucks up top, TOC seat, guaranteed, where you get locked into it. So yeah, definitely excited for that. I'm excited for you. Maybe I'll fly to Denver. Yeah. Cheer you on. Hey, there's bring, an opportunity. Bring a, bring a pennant. 
Tambo. If you do, yeah, that'd be great. I, I can get you in. I think I could probably get myself I think you in. can. I, I could probably... T- actually, I tried to get into the Fantasy Hockey World Championships when it was in Toronto, and I had to, like, make a call when I got to the door. Oh, like, gosh. for some of the guys inside, I went to the door and was like, hey, I'm Pat Mayo. I work with DraftKings. They're like, <laughs> I don't know who you are. Like, hey, speaking great. of that, though, that great. is the same weekend. So if you're there, the NBA Live Final is Saturday, the NHL Live Final is on Sunday. I only went to the Live Final for hockey because it was legitimately three minutes away from my apartment at okay. the time. In, yeah, it was at the Air Canada Center in Toronto. I was like, oh, perfect. I'll just walk down. I've some, never been to Denver, but I hear it's an excellent spot, so I'm excited to get there. Yeah, I was chatting with Levitan in Vegas uh, like last week. Yeah, just be, because my wife said, because I want to move to the States, obviously. And I'm like, I want to move to San Diego. I just want to move somewhere where yeah. it's not cold ever. That's all I want. And she's like, what about Denver? I was like, eh, well, <laughs> get cold in Denver, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But he, he kind of gave it like the hard sell. He's like, hey, you can play golf in like the middle of winter. It's just like... 300 sunny days a year, 300 nice days a year, 65, not shitty ones, but like snow or cold or whatever. It's like, well, sounds better than where I'm at. We shoveled to get in here. You did. I'll I, say that. I caught you the path. You didn't even walk on the a path. A great host, yeah, always helping me out, and I didn't even go through the path. But, hey, that, I don't think you'll see that many days you have to shovel if you're there, at least from, from my understanding. There'll be some, but not as many as we get here. In the interest of fairness, we have not had to do much shoveling here either. Yeah, my back feels good right now. Yeah, back, back is fantastic. Very yeah. light snow. But let's get into the weather because – Talking about the weather in our weather. personal lives. Let's talk about the weather in Orlando this week. Always a wind-infested tournament, and it's looking especially bad <laughs> this week at Bay Hill. Yeah. Uh, we know it's a long course. This will tend to make it even longer. But Friday and Saturday look—I mean, Friday especially looks bad. Yeah, and fr- Friday looks the worst. Friday, are, uh, Friday looks the worst. Saturday also looks pretty terrible right now with gusts up to like 30 miles per hour. But the consistent flow, like Friday p.m., you're going to get— as we talk about it on a Wednesday, 21 mile per hour sustained winds with gusts up to 30. In the before noon, it's like gusts up to, it's not going to be easy. It's like 23 or something. So just because you do a, a PM AM stack doesn't mean your guys playing on Friday morning have it easy. They just don't have it as bad. Right. And they can all make mistakes. We have the best players in the world here. I mean, the best players can come through in the wind as well. We've seen JT do it already countless times. The PGA Championship, the players. We are, by the way, you mentioned it at the top, but we're one year away from our, or sorry, we're one week away from our one year anniversary of getting the players wrong, even though we tried, right? So we, we saw that week. Our, our, t- our biggest takeaway, though, that week was pretty obvious. We said it 93 or 91% of the field or something, 93% didn't stack at all. Maybe that's fine. You didn't technically need to if you got some of those guys through. But at the end of the day, I think there is merit to stacking both sides. The reason being, especially here, PMAM to me looks better. Like you said, even though it's on the AM on Friday, it's still pretty rough. It's The PM looks really good on Thursday afternoon. Friday looks much better. Th- Thursday in general just looks pretty decent. I'm okay with it. As I said, it's nothing too serious anyway. But I also talk about this countless times where I like PMAM stacks anyway, always. And the reason is I talk about it. It's just a mentality factor of when you go out in the morning on Friday, you post the best number, you wait around and see what the cut line is. When you go out on Friday afternoon, you know what the cut line's looking like. I mean, if you're not, these guys are probably using friggin' data golf by now to be able to check what the, the real one is. They know they can't listen to the broadcast and get an accurate one. Tiger to miss the cut a couple weeks ago, but they'll I mean, see they, it. They, they, they can log on there. It'll be like 91% even. And then check back in three hours. It's like 91% plus two. Yeah, like, oh, it, okay. it can happen. So please don't quote that to me three hours before. But the thought of them having to go out in the afternoon, like when you go out in the afternoon, you, you know you make one mistake, to you you, you know the number you got to hit. And so I think that can be a factor. And you're playing in weather, and things can start to compound in that. So again, these are top pros. I get it, but I'm just saying I always like that anyway. Now, you and I talk pre-show, though. It's not to cover both angles. It's the but, risk but, of... But we've got, like, we the last two big win scenarios that we've gotten ourselves into, we correctly predicted what the weather would do, 
and then the unforeseen circumstance of they just stop play. That's what we got to see this time. So <laughs> you're right. We're on the same page here, same track. We're going there. Is that that is the downfall here of the of it being the Friday afternoon heavy stuff? If it is actually going to be 20 miles per hour sustained, 30 to 40 gusts. There's definitely an opportunity where the old Justin Rose shake yeah. and says, my ball's off the green, it's falling, and then they stop play, and then they come back when they're out those wins. So that, that ruins the edge at that point. Now, normally you don't see tournaments stop because it's too windy. It's usually because, like, at the players last year, there was just an immense amount of rain, and we stupidly tried to be like, well, we know when it's going to rain. That so, was ridiculous. Remember the 17th hole, the oh. Xander Brooks, those guys? Yeah, just, they were just having a laugh hitting into the they water. Don't, they they just like, didn't care this. anymore. That, yeah, exactly. That was a great way to put it. It's like, who cares? I'm out. And Brooks is like, I'm going to live anyway. Yeah, he had the bag. Yeah, exactly. I'll, go, I'll go get my millions. They won't make me play in the, the hail and the wind. <laughs> yeah. But I, there's no rain in the forecast as of right now. So it doesn't seem like they're going to stop play. And I agree with you. The PMAM does look like the better side of the draw right now. But I am going to play both sides. I'm not saying sure. I'm playing, going to try to cover all my bases, but I'm going to have my pool of guys overall that I like. And last week, I had a very good week last week, by the way. Well, imagine, Eric Cole comes second in a playoff. Yeah. It should be a good week. Well, there was, there was two things. Uh, I had one lineup that had Kirk, Lowry, Kirk. I think we built it on the show, weirdly <laughs> enough. It was Kirk and Lowry, Cole and Justin Sue. That was the pivot of the week, by the way, as we went through it. We, we got that one, one right. Yeah. So I had those four guys. They were all inside the top five. I had two miscuts to go along with it. That's unfortunate. And it was still like my third best line. And Cole should have won. I thought. Well, yeah, yeah, Cole should have won. I mean, Cole should have lost, but then he should have won. I, I just thought that Chip, he knew what he had to do. I said to Kenny on Monday, but it was like with your buddies when you, you just know, like, they're, don't leave it short, man. Or where, you know, where's your purse? The jokes that come out. It was like, he knew that, but you saw his knees buckle after he hit that chip when, when he was greenside. He's just like, damn, he knew he put it too long and it was just going to be tough coming back from that and then Chris Kirk makes the mistake but then it actually sets him up so he has to lay up this time and it ends up working out quite well for him so good for him getting the job done after a long run of not winning good for Kirk trying to replicate the tiger shot uh that was unnecessary no it also was uh it was Cam Smith at the players when everyone's like, oh, big balls, Cam Smith, and Cam Smith after is like, actually, mate, I tried to put it to the front side and it ended up landing perfect, and I just looked like a hero. That's what Kirk was doing. He was the day before, don't you remember? He just jammed it against the back wall, got the re- got the relief, and then was good to go. He should have done that again, but maybe that's what he tried. It just didn't work out in the end. So we'll go through this and we'll try when we build lineups and we talk about our lower end guys to try to identify if they're AM, which means AM on Thursday, as we'll talk about it, just to give someone like a legend of how we're gonna use the vernacular today mm-hmm. and p.m. will mean thursday p.m. so they would have the p.m. on thursday a.m. on friday but look forecasting a little bit further and listen a lot of this can change when i looked at it on the outset saturday looked like it was going to be the bad day nothing on friday we wait two days now friday is absolutely terrible as we mentioned saturday also pretty shitty yeah to go along with it if you're betting there is a chance that you might get one of these guys who squeaks through the cut line on Friday if the conditions are difficult. Now, if the conditions, the weather never materializes and it's not difficult, then throw this out the window. But on Saturday, if you can get someone who finishes relatively early in the day, because the weather seems to get worse as the day goes along on Saturday, that the leaders might not actually gain any strokes. They Mm -hmm. might come back to the pack. That you might not have a ton of faith in... We saw Fitzpatrick do this the Hatton year, and I think he ended up coming in second by a stroke or two. And Bryson did it that year too, where they just kind of posted, and that was early on Sunday. But if you get a guy who posts early on Saturday who might be seven strokes back or something like that, but you think that they're playing really well, like they shot like a 73 and the scoring average is like 76 for the day, or they shot one under, whatever it might be. Because Fitzpatrick shot like a 69 Mm -hmm. on like the hardest day 
of the tournament. Like, no one broke par that day. He shot three under. And then all of a sudden, just everyone on the leaderboard came back to Fitzpatrick. You might be able to catch a very good player who seems like they're out of it at huge odds going into Sunday where the weather actually looks good. And you can go fire 64 on Sunday. Yeah, I actually, I love that call. And I think I'll even look at it sooner. I think I'll even look at it on Friday evening. Just because I know how you said the weather sets up on Saturday. But just if, again, when, the, when you're looking for the longest odds on a stud, if he did his job and made the cut, gets to go out a little earlier on Saturday, you could see that shake out. And yeah, they get there sooner, so maybe don't catch the best odds. But I, I, do, I do still think that. And I actually only have three bets on my card still. I have four. Okay, who, but, do, you, who do you have? Okay, so the, the betting sheet for the week... I bet Willie Z at 25 to 1. Ooh, I got the 28 before you. There was They boosted it to 28. So well, it, was, like, it opened at 30 on DraftKings. Yeah, I know. But the, I, yeah, they, like, you'll get good odds different places, of course. But for, for me, it was at 28. But now it's, the boost is to 20. So I'm happy about that one. Oh, on the site that we yes. primarily use? Yeah, I, I, it's been like 18 all week. I said, boost up to 20. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, thanks for coming for the up. Boost. Yeah, it's so I got, I got Willie Z. I got Sam Burns at 50. Ooh, got Tom, I got Tom Kim at 66 to 1. That was a boost. With the five places. Yeah. And Tommy Fleetwood, 90 to 1. Damn. I actually thought about the Kim one. I still have that sitting there. Should I get that? Well, I'm going to bet him next week to win. I like him still this week. I like him this week, too. And it, like, it feels like it goes one of two ways. Because I went and did a deeper dive on his round-by-round -round approach shots. Because he's lost off the tee and on approach in two consecutive tournaments for, like, the first time ever. So what's going on with Tom Kim? Well, he's still hitting a ton of fairways. But in these super fields, when you have the Roms and the Rorys, who not only hit fairways, but drive it 50 yards further than you, you're not going to gain a ton of strokes off the tee. That's just part and parcel yeah. with what goes on. But keeping it dry at this course, huge advantage. And he's very good with his long iron still. It's those like mid-range irons where he's having his problem. His proximity from 200 plus is scoring on the long par threes is still really, really good. Great short game. So a bunch of fairways, good long irons, great short game. It all comes down to his putter, which legitimately is a, you have your three outcome player in baseball he's a two outcome player on the greens yeah. it's gain 12 lose seven that's what there's, I, there's I really no in between. for tournaments and when you're betting at, an, at the odds of 66 on a guy like that i think it's definitely fine so i i considered that one too i the only other guy i had was cam young at 40 he's down to 28 you know worse some places because J, man jt is the one i'm considering right now so there the, i have three of them that i'm considering looking at it and i don't know what to do i like finau this week I think this is a great course for Finau. It's never really materialized here. But even just looking at how he's been playing so far this year, he's actually playing pretty well. Just we haven't heard shit about Tony Finau because he hasn't been really in contention whatsoever outside of at Torrey Pines. Right. And then he had the bad Sunday, and that was the end of him. Homa's, I can get a 24 on Homa right now. <laughs> yeah, that is the bad I, I bet it every time that we, he's been... We keep doing that one, the Homa versus JT thing? Yeah, well, it's funny because I said I would bet JT 100 times out of 100, and I can get JT at 25 or potentially even 28 right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm still kind of leaning Homa. I'm, I don't know why. It's just in my... The recent form is like <clears throat> clouding my judgment here, but Homa has been playing so well. He's played this course so many times. It feels like it would be perfect for JT, but he's driving the ball like shit. And if you're yeah. driving the ball like shit here, you don't need to be Bryson and gain 20 strokes off the tee. But if you're losing strokes off the tee, it's going to be pretty difficult. And it's going to be accuracy problems for JT. It's not going to be a distance problem. And accuracy problems lead to big numbers at this course. Who is the third? JT, Finau, and Homa. Homa, yeah. And they're all in the 20s. And, like, I have tons of room on my card. Yeah. I'm playing JT and Finau. So in DFS, I like them better because they don't necessarily, like you can get them into so many different constructions. It doesn't matter. You could start with the two of them. You could start with one of them. You can use them as a second in, just different ways to use it. But for the bet, probably Homa, now that we're saying when you're getting, the, the way you've 
played it out. And we're going to do one and done in a second too. But the way you've played it out over the past you know few weeks talking about it, Pat, is that if they were if JT, when JT's ten points higher, I'm going to take JT when they're almost the same. No, yeah, but I went the other way. I always said if they were the same, I'd bet Justin Thomas. Or sorry, yes, that's what you said originally. That's true. So, so, flip so now I feel like a giant hypocrite, and I'm letting all this recency bias seep into my mind, but it's hard to deny the form that he has right now. And even just look at some of the guys who've won this tournament in the past. Where else have they won? Torrey Pines and Quail Hollow. JT won on Monday, though. Oh, he, did he? He won Seminole? He won Seminole. I did not know that. So <laughs> if you want to go with the hot hand at, at the, the member, but I, I don't know. I, I think actually that's what I was trying to say. The answer was JT because of what you have to go with what you originally said. You've always said that if they're around the same number, you go JT. When you're getting the spread on them, then you, you make the decision. But uh, that would I can get Fino at 28. I, I don't care for it much. I, I think he's, again, could he win? Sure, it's Fino. I, I mean, just, Tony Fino has the same odds as Jason Day this week. Yeah. Who would you rather play? <laughs> Fina. <laughs> Puerto Rico open. We got some plays. Okay, what do you got? Batia, 28. Okay. Kevin Roy with the return of succession. You got to get a K Roy on your team with five places at 70 to 1. Brandon Matthews with 10 places at 175 to 1. Shot an 80. What's that? Shot an 80 on Monday. Brandon Matthews. Yeah, but he's not playing against these guys. No, he's playing against true. like me and you and some um, 80-year-olds in Puerto Rico. No Dylon Wu. I'm disappointed in you. 40 to 1. 40 to 1. Like, those don't seem like fair odds. For those, Di- are, those are great odds. Those are great odds for Dylon Wu. Yeah, see if you can still get it. It might be gone. Uh, I got that one. One and done. I have Salatoris. Jeff has Victor Hovland. Mm-hmm. And Cust has taken Hideki Matsuyama. I got two entries. My two entries in there. And I took Rory and Zal. Zal's going to be the most popular. Oh, yeah. It's just bad. We, we can't take Zal. We got we to gotta pick somebody else. By the way, last week, we got a made cut. It wasn't horrible, but no, we you did. said we, it best. We, we did not get a made cut last week. I thought we played Poston. Oh, yeah. He did make the he cut. Did make cut. Yeah. I saw. I went and looked he at was the terrible. numbers. We're still like 78th or we're, se- we're, se- we're 73rd. Look, we're 73rd. Listen, if, if, it's, we get, if our shitty performances come at the Honda, that's fine. That's perfect. As I said, but we're back <laughs> on track now, so we got to get this thing... this thing set up proper. So who, who are some of the guys you're considering for that? Well, what do you... Um, I've got to look at the ownership percentages just for a second, only because I, I do find that that is the best way. I, I have no bombs on my card. I did play a, just in full disclosure, I'm not going to put this on the betting cheat sheet because it's kind of embarrassing, but I wanted to get some money on these guys because I like them this week. Okay. They're probably better DraftKings, whatever. I just played like a, a round robin top 40 parlay. Okay. So if four of them hit, like every combination of four out of How many did you put in it? Five? Oh, seven. Seven. Oh, I have wow. se- okay. seven guys. Ben Ann, Sam Ryder, Luke List, Keegan Bradley, Adrian Moronk, Min Woo! Lee, and Corey Connors. All top 40 finishes. I think five of those can get through. I think seven of those can. I don't think that I didn't I know play- you bet it. Don't, don't seven, think that I didn't play the seven-ender, too. Yeah, okay, of course. Seven-ender. Let's see here. Uh, $20 pays 5000 bucks. Nice. Let's go. Yeah. Let's have it. Just that's that's I, I, my I do own like that crew. I, there's a couple, like I don't really love Ryder this week, but the I, rest I can I, get I behind. I really like Ryder. I thought I saw something on him, man. I, I, I wrote him up. The, no, I think I saw injury stuff. Yeah, but. he has a Q tag next to his name on DraftKings right now, so no one's going to use him. Yeah, but I thought it was more legit. And you know, I'm the guy that always plays injury dudes, especially at a value price. I, I just got to look into it more. I don't. Well, he's not really a value. He's like seven seven grand or something. That's that's a value play. Is it? Yeah. How much higher was Sam Ryder really going to be? No, I'm saying like you're not calling the 7K and the upper 6K range value plays. Those are value plays in the field. Your studs are up top. Your mid range is the 7K, 7,500. 7, yeah, up. but like if he was just, if he had no injury tag next to his name and he was $7,000, you wouldn't be like, fuck, well, you got to play Sam Ryder. I wouldn't play him anyway. Either way, I'm saying that at the end of the day, he's, he's your last man in. He's a sixth guy. If you want to play him at 7K, Q tag or not, he's fine. I would say golf injury report. 
on Twitter. This is the same guy that like laughed at everyone who played Billy Horschel last week because Billy Horschel had like a sinus problem and he was the first round leader. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we get those all the time. Dan, Dan Rappaport told us that Colin Morikawa didn't know how to hit a club and then he won the Open. Like every, everybody has their stuff. That's why I say it's all bullshit because it's good to know. Now, this guy, I like, I'm a tidbits guy. You know this, I post mine. It's just information. If you're looking for information that can help you win money or maybe have an angle in, but I, you just got to take it with a grain of salt because it's, oh, now it's beware of the sick golfer or the injured golfer when Billy Ho does that. It's like, it's always one angle or the other. Who cares? This just, is Matthew Fitzpatrick, doubtful neck. Oh, come I, on. Haven't, I haven't heard that at all. He's, he's, well, it was, I guess, and I don't know the full re- distance on this, but they said that he was in the Seminole registered to play. And didn't and, play? And then didn't play. And he was supposed to get neck scans this week. And also, we get into all this stuff. We just had our guy from last year, Hideki Tracker. Probably the most accurate, by the way, of all these guys. He came through for us last season. He came through this morning and said that Hideki's having neck issues again. Issues Probably because he's undercursed. That would be part of it. So we can double down on that. Then that's perfect. I was kind of having some FOMO on Hideki. I know some people got the 70s and the 60s on them, but there's still 60s out there. Yeah, it sounds like it should be 80s. That yeah, neck it should be to 8,000s, hundreds. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But what's he saying on uh, Ryder? What, what did you see? It on says that? undisclosed. Questionable. Yeah, who cares then? Whatever. Like if you want to play him, I just think there's way better guys down there. So there might be. I Again, just... this is for a top 40 parlay. Who cares? Yeah. Like, I mean, I like him on DraftKings too. So let's not yeah. get it twisted here. Yeah, exactly. He's fine. Who do you think is going to be the highest owned one and done? Rory or Zaltoris? Like, if anyone was saving Rory, this is what they were saving him for. At I, least early I agree. on. And even just to look at the ownership percentages right now on Fantasy National, those are the two guys. Yeah. Like, Rory above every Like, Rory, way higher than Scheffler and Rom. Mm-hmm. And I think that will play itself out. Oh, oh, by the way, Rom sucks this week, everyone says. Well, this is. I, I went back and I watched uh, a lot of the highlights from last year, round by round. I forgot this was the tournament where Rom. Did the tap in, but it didn't go in. It only went like two the, inches. Yeah, not like even. that much. Didn't yeah. get to the hole. He was just like, <laughs> yeah, rough scene for old Rom. But uh, you know, he's been horrible in Florida. The limited times he's played it, so. like when he almost won the players, can't win this week. Poor, poor guy, can't <laughs> win. Just coming into the week, God, as, he as sucks a, as man. the betting favorite, can't yeah. win the tournament. Rom's horrible, but I, I do listen. Most people have used Rom by this point and cashed yeah. in, or. It's funny that everyone's going to have these this U.S. Open like cry, like people will talk all week like hey guys who play well at the U.S. Open are going to play well at this course but this guy fucking annihilates the U.S. Open. <laughs> but this is in Florida and it's not a U.S. Open technically, so that's why you can't win. Oh, okay, see, I didn't realize. That <laughs> well, who, do we have rum left? We do have rum. I'm just left. mocking the shit out of this, and we actually could use them. So yeah. I, I don't know. That's actually interesting to me. It is still an elevated event. Do we have JT? No, we don't. Okay, probably for the best. But I kind of like him. Like I said, I, I thought that would be an interesting one. Um, do we, what about, uh, okay, here's another thought I was going to ask you about. So isn't, aren't a lot of people saving Colin Morikawa for next week? If they're like, if you were saving him for anywhere, again, you can use him anytime. It's called, well, he's Morikawa. never played well with the players, but though. he's playing. No, but remember last year, that was the thing when it was the, you know, the highest person, uh, prize pool purse in golf. And so everyone wanted to save him for that last year. I used him myself included. I think, uh, if I recall correctly. So like, that's where I'm wondering, does that mindset come across again this year? Even though there's other elevated events, where are you saving Colin Morikawa for? I don't know. Where he I'm is saying. playing good right now. What if he plays good this week? He gets used next week. But if he, no, is is anybody really going to him this week? No, and I, I actually think that he's kind of a great DraftKings play this week. I, I definitely think that. Just and I have no like I I know I'm going to sit there and be like, oh good, Colin Morikawa is eight over or something like that on Thursday. But if no one's going to use him and he's this good, like there's a reason he's eighteen to one, and those odds have not budged all week. Yeah, and in one and done, clearly no one is going to go that way. That's very interesting. I was thinking him, we could do a Rory or Zalatoris and just try to like 
keep pace with the field. The, like, these guys aren't going to be 20% owned in the one and done. Like max, max 15, probably less than that mm. a piece. But those are going to be the two. We could use ROM, like you said. My, my thinking is just this. Again, this maybe helps people with the listening, trying to get their thoughts out. It is easy just to plug in a Rory and say, I'll just take what I get. His course history is incredible. Should be a top 20 or better. Lock it in and move on. But the first prize is worth so much, and Rory can win. He's a former winner here. If he gets hot with that putter again, all those factors. But I feel like with the potential for some carnage, I feel like this week and next week, when you have that strong of a field, the potential for the carnage. Remember, too, not that this was ever a weak field, but the, when Rory was getting the job done, as many others with their course history here, was not necessarily the same strength of field. So I also do consider that when I go into it. So I, I think, so Rom, and this is just an extra added bonus, Rom and Morikawa are both PMAM, if okay. you like that angle too. Like, I'm just... That's a nice one. We'll build some Rom-Morikawa lineups. Yeah. See if that can work out. The other one I was looking at... R- Rory's late too, of course. Uh, and so is this next guy. No one's going to use him in the one and done. It's Cantlay. I don't even know if I like that, but just trying to find elite players that no one is going to, he kind of, I, I would almost, I don't want to put a big wager on it, but I'd wager he's the lowest owned of all these guys, in the one and done at least. Where would we save him for? I don't know. But it feels like you can use him anywhere too. What's the, isn't there a course that he just always crushes coming up? Not in Florida. Memori- he, I mean, Memorial, the Memorial elevated event really where he's good. won twice. You could probably save him for there. Yeah. I don't hate him, and I definitely like him in DraftKings. I actually think he's a candidate to get steamed. I know everyone won't think this because there's so many guys in that range. Does, okay, does that mean that Xander then loses all of his ownership? Because someone would have to lose their ownership from that range. Yeah, I think it, I think it is Xander. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, every, here's the thing. This is what I don't know if anyone will think of this, but like Finau definitely always gets love, even though he shows like ten percent right now. He always just picks up a couple percentage here and there. Xander always picks up a couple percentage here and there, but it, someone gets it, squeezed. It's gonna be hard for Finau to pick up too much this week in yeah. terms of ownership because Zalatoris is a hundred dollars more. I feel like Finau is like a ten to thirteen percent range. Yes, he falls yeah. somewhere in there, yeah, and that's I fair. Agree. That's not that's not steam at all. That's what I'm saying, but it just he, it's not like you're gonna get Finau at five percent ever. It just doesn't happen because but it's you just might, the way you it might, is. You might in the one and done. Yeah, th- that's pretty interesting. Dude, do we have Finau? Yeah, yeah. Ugh, God, it's it's interesting, but it's not the guy I would like to use. Let's just put it that way. So who do you, who do you like? Rom, so Kawa, at, at the top, Cantlay. at the top, we have Rom, Rory, Zalatoris, Cantlay, and Morikawa all available to us, as we do with like Xander, another very unpopular pick this week. I would assume I'm uh, pretty comfortable being off Rory, my personally. Okay, so I'm good with being off Rory. You want to use Rom? I kind of do. Yeah, okay. I, I would use. Uh, here's what I'll say: I'll use Rom or Kawa. If you can wager that in your head, like you said, the one thing that stuck with me too, you're talking about like the 18 to one hasn't budged. Like, I guess it leads to, we're going to make the pick, but I'm not going off board for no reason here. But like the around the green stuff this week, that's going to be a knock on a guy like Morikawa. But you know what the most, I mean, around the green is very important, obviously, especially in conditions like this. And if wind picks up and all that. But but I mean, we saw him win the open championship doing like the same thing. So the only thing I was going to say about that, and then we'll make our pick officially is that this, what came up yesterday, I think it was Ron Kloss, PJ splits one one on Twitter posted it is the article where, and like, look at Hovland last year, finished second here. I don't know if you saw this, but they changed all these holes. I mean, he also lost cause he couldn't chip for sure, but he came second. So but it's they, fine. <laughs> yeah. But they, what the main point of the article was, and I think it actually made some sense is that the whole point of around the green this week is how windy it is. If they're missing the greens, they're going to have to have that up and down. But what if it's not? Well, there's, first of all, there's that, but then Rory said, so they took away all the runoffs, a bunch of them at least, and just put thicker rough. And what ends up happening in that scenario is it just becomes down to more luck. 
Like, do you have that shot in your bag? Yes, these guys are pros. Do they know, like, they can get lucky or get unlucky with it? Of course. So then that when that more when more of that comes into it, it's less to me about that than what everyone else is angling for it. And then our guy Joe, uh, Torpix, he posted, how does Data Golf have this? Like, why are they not valuing around the green? Again, doesn't mean they're always right, but it really wasn't relevant to them. And I wonder if that's also part and part with it, where it's like, it's maybe not as important. When, when luck is more involved in that, I just want the ball strikers, man. Like, I, I just want a guy like Kawa that can drop it in there and should be better in these conditions no matter what and then can find his way around and get a little bit lucky here and there too. So There is also the idea that when you go back and look at the players that have won the most and done the best at this tournament, again, like guys who can scramble, and it's usually the Euro scramblers mm-hmm. who can get out of these like weird lies because they tend to be more creative players. Mm-hmm. Like that just how it works why they do so well at the open championship because sometimes guys are so guys on the pga tour are so used to here's me there's the hole here's the flop i'm gonna hit here's the low burner i'm gonna hit not i know that i can't get the ball near that hole i'm gonna play it out here so i can get to 10 feet and then go make that putt instead of running it by into the rough again or something like that euro players and international players tend to be a lot better at taking their medicine and thinking about it more strategically. Prove it here, too. Yeah, Rory Hatton, Fleetwood Fitz, all those, all those guys, guys. Great history. Yeah. yeah, and they're the type of players who would do something like that instead of just go, go, go. But the most important thing this week, you know, no matter how you shake it down, off the tee, putting, whatever it is, whoever hits the most green regulation is probably going to win. Now, yes, there's a ton of wind, and that's a problem for guys who are generally elite at doing that. But that's how you save yourself all this trouble. And that's why I like Zalatoris so much. Yep. That, yeah, he might miss. I, I, I watched him three-putt from four feet on that review I was watching yesterday. God, it's so bad it, when it, he does it, this little it, shaky it, it, thing. It, it, it like, did like, not inspire confidence in, in the bet whatsoever. But it's okay. I don't care if he misses a few six-foot birdie putts as long as he taps in the par putt because the other guys are going to have six feet or ten feet for par. Like, and that's the thing with Morikawa, too, is he can get that hot and just hit every green regulation. That's how Hovland did it last year. I agree. He didn't really have to chip because he just hit all the greens regulation. That's why. So this back to our one and done to close it out. That's my argument. If I'm between Rom and Cow, which it sounds like we are, and I love Rom for your point. I like Finau, too, by the way. I don't think I can get to it. I, I'm going to play him in DFS for sure. I like your call. I like if you want to bet him. But I'm saying we don't really have anywhere to say. Like, you can play Rom anywhere. You could play Kawa anywhere, but I don't see where we're saving Morikawa for versus Rom. We can go to the okay. Memorial I mean, instead we, of Cantley that we. Uh, we could use. I mean, Morikawa's won at Memorial and lost in a playoff to Cantley yeah. too. You could save him for there. That's I true. like Morikawa at the Masters personally. Okay, what like, about Cam Smith? Only shot to use him. One of the one of your only shots to yeah, use him. I don't know. I mean, Cam Smith couldn't even beat Chucky Three Sticks in the Live Tour. Right. Sucks. You, now. So you watched it. it there you go. Now. You're caught. You watched Live, Pat. <laughs> No, I, I don't know. Okay, so let's go Rom then. Let's Rom? be done with it and just play the big Boom. game. Rom it is. Rom us. can't win. We mocked his ass like everybody else. He's going to come like T12. We're going to be like, fuck, we could have used him at any other tournament this year where he won. Bad, bad mojo. Let's go. John Rom. John Rom We're in 73rd place. Let's get up to 10th or something like that. Oh, it's be huge. Where, where we would have been if Homa had beaten Rom at Genesis. That's true. Love now it. we reverse it. The, there's, the guy in first place now has hit three winners in a row. I know, it's unbelievable, some of these guys, the runs they go on. But by the but hey, if Rom falls apart and comes second this week... That's fine. We'll still take yeah, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the second place finish. But that's the one thing about, like, people are like, oh, I'm out of the one and done already. It's like, no, you're just... You're going to have to hit winners if you had any chance to win to begin with. Yeah. The guy that just hit three in a row, chances are he probably doesn't hit another one the rest of the year. Did Prob- you, did probability you say, dictates that that's not going to happen. Did you guess us a winning score, uh, like dollar amount, on any shows that you've done? What do you mean? Like, did you like? Do you think thirty million gets the job done this year? Like, who do you think wins? Oh. How much money do you think the one and done winner gets to? 
Oh, fuck. I have no idea. What, what's the leader at right now? Nine or something. Nine million? Maybe. Maybe ten even. I don't know. I didn't check it updated. But. Yeah, but you have to think that, yeah, the guy uh, Dane, at Dane 1995, so he's ten years younger than I, <laughs> $9.6 million is currently in the league. Off three straight winners. Off three straight winners. So yeah. you have to think that he's probably not going to be able to replicate these two months for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. So the winner's probably like 20 if you got, if you give me twenty three million right now, fuck. Gonna, if you give me like seventeen million, that might be good enough. I was gonna say over under twenty two and a half, and you said twenty three, so we're pretty close. But I could see seventeen winning too. Yeah, like it could be a lot less than that. Dane Unless, might go on a cold streak. The, the Dane train. Yeah, the Dane yeah, train. Don't don't, might crash. don't don't derail the Dane train. <laughs> All right, we can move on. That's good. I, I like the ROM pick. We're good. We talked through it. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. DraftKings picks and ownership. Looking at it right now, I did. I did want to throw this out because people have been asking me. Past 24 rounds on windy as fuck rounds as uh, is the filter on fantasynational.com fantasynational.com slash mayo to get that wednesday to wednesday weekly i recommend the annual membership with the 20 percent off but you can always upgrade if you do like it but use it for api use it for the players do you know sir who is the best td green player in the field per round over his past 24 rounds of wins over 17 miles per hour i have no idea who, who is it paul you want to take a guess? Keegan. Keegan Bradley. <laughs> of course. There you go. I mean, Kyle Westmoreland is actually the best, but he only has two weighted rounds. Yeah. Uh, it's Keegan, Finau, Rom, Thomas, Connors. Rom. Connors. I like Connors, too. I like Connors as well. Is Connors getting steamed up? I don't know. I, probably. He's been good. at he, These are the types of courses that he's good at. Again, all of the shitty putters in your life, a few of them are going to burn you this week, but these are the ones, the good ball strikers, shit putters. This is their type of event. Oh, my, minus six is going to win? Perfect. Corey Connors is live. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I, I do love that. And he's in the 7Ks, but he's upper 7Ks, which I kind of like. So, yeah. Uh, Sungjae is just after him. Ben Ann is up there. Morikawa is up there. 
And then there's a $6,300 player, and this is where I wanted to start. Normally, I don't start at the very bottom. Charlie Hoffman. No, no, no. It's not, oh. it's, it's not uh, Chuck Hoffman, who has, like, the great course history. Well, here. he's 6,300, so I thought you were going to do it, that. It's someone who's, he hasn't put together four full rounds yet, which is pretty problematic uh, when you're trying to win tournaments. But 6,300 allows you to do a lot in your lineups, correct? In a, in a small field event with only 120 players, at least 53 players are going to make the cut. And it's been one bad round per tournament. But the other three rounds have started to look really good. And some of the things that he does well historically are starting to come back. Webb Simpson. Mm-hmm. Like the overall numbers, like when I'm just looking at his chart, they look really bad. But to look at him round per round, it's one bad round that's sinking. The eye test looks very bad too. He's hitting every fairway again though. Yeah. Like the driving is getting a lot better. The irons have started to pop up a little bit. He can't putt to save his life. I don't know what happened there. And if that continues, he lost eight strokes at this tournament last year in two rounds on the greens. But we just remember Webb being... The best putter, then the shittiest putter, and then all of a sudden he became the best putter again. Now he seems to have reverted back and being the world's worst putter. But I, ca- I kind of like using him over the Charlie Hoffman course history. Yeah. But the acronym, the initials for Charlie Hoffman stand for course history. So <laughs> that could be a thing too. But I'm, I'm going with Weber if you're picking one there, and you have to. But what about Patty the Batty? Came through again last week, made the cut, I mean, gets there, the price drop again. If you just want to win all the money this week, I, I, was, I was just not going to say it because I, I feel like <laughs> I'm giving away too much information, but like, there's a top five player in the world at $6,100. So you can just play Thirsty Lawrence and be on your way. Oh, God, Thriston, your boy, Thirsty Thriston. Thir- just Thirsty Lawrence. You caught the W on him that week, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. I played him at the Open Championship last year, too, <laughs> where he was good, by the way. He makes a, he makes a ton of birdies, a ton. Even on hard courses, he makes a ton of birdies. He'll give them back. Don't worry about that. Yeah. But, I mean, out, out of all the guys at the bottom this week, like you could say, oh, in his splits, Tyson Alexander plays really, really well, whatever. Like, no. Thirsty Lawrence is a real player. Like, yeah. he's someone that might pop up to the Masters this year if he can get himself in and, like, be like, oh, shit, he came ninth. Like, he's one of those guys. Like, these South African guys that play over in Europe, we've seen it a bunch of times, whether it be with Charles or Grace. Like, he feels to me like the next wave of those type of players. He already has a win in Europe. He's played well in a major. He's $6,100. Like, you want to play him or you want to play Peter Malnati at this course? Justin Lower. Like, these are like scrubs on the PGA Tour. This guy's actually good. I'd play Lucas Glover. The glove? Yeah. I kind of like him when he comes out here. And he's got a good history himself here. But it just to me, it sets up like again. It's not. I'm not going crazy with this range anyway. But he's actually got seven for ten made cuts, seventh, tenth, fourteenth in the mix. Like he's had some upside here. So like Lawrence is 81st in the world rankings. These other guys are like 300th. Yeah, I got to boost him up big time to get him in my stuff. So I don't. I don't see it. Yeah, I, I assume the the. Pro, I mean, there's no data on him, so the projections would have to be bad. There's a lot of data on him. All in Europe, though, which is, yeah. I assume, is weighted very poorly versus a Lucas Glover if he had a good event against. Well, the, that's where I think people don't get it and they do it backwards. The Thirsty, thirsty Thriston Lawrence data is going to be in very bad strength of fields for the most part. He's got a couple good events you talked about, the major Euro events, certain ones. I mean, yes. he has two but, te- technical PGA fields. Right. He came 24th in Scotland last year in massive windstorms. And that's a good field. And then he played at St. Andrews and came 42nd. And he was top. 10, I think, going into the final day. Yeah, those are at least the two really good fields. I'm saying when you see but like his wind data and all those stuff that would boost him into that stuff, it's typically against fields that aren't nearly this strong. We have the best in the world here. Sure, but I also do think that he probably has more experience, especially recent experience, 
in shittier conditions and at shittier courses with stupid rough than a lot of these guys do. You know, they're the prim and proper PGA. You think that Pearson Cootie no. who's playing in the wind? His dad will build a dome. <laughs> no. Around the golf course. But if you so the to... wind doesn't wind burn his face. Is he in this field? Oh, again? yeah. He's the same price. He's 6100 bucks. Oh, God. Yeah. I just, I don't see it, man. I don't see all these guys down here. We'll see, like. I'm playing Lawrence. Star next to his name. All right. Adberg? World's best amateur? Good, very good amateur, yeah. He actually rates up better for me, too. I can see that. I mean, he's the world's best amateur. Yeah, that's probably more legit. Up who, and co- who, who, who is the shittiest player, pricing-wise, you would play? Uh, probably Glover, like I said. Really? You, you would go as low as Glover? Yeah, I'll, I, I have Glover in some already. I know that. Just some early builds and stuff I was looking at. Just to compare what that roster construction looks like, I will say it's definitely not my favorite. I, I think, again... Look, the discussion is all this week. Rom, Scheffler, Rory back up top because Rory's history here. Scheffler's the champion from last year here coming off another win in Phoenix. And then Rom is just the best in the world right now. So you look at it from that perspective. I think there's definitely builds that just don't involve those guys at all. That could work. Those three guys? Yeah, or just the- cut them off completely in some builds. I, I agree. Uh, I think of all of the elevated events that we're going to see this year, Heritage actually kind of works in the same mm-hmm. realm because almost anyone That'll can win good. at Heritage. Yep. But there's so much randomness to this event that if you just want pure balance and like your cheapest guy was like Tommy Fleetwood or something like that, you could build a pretty decent roster. Like even when you look back at the historic leaderboards, yes, the top guys do do really well here. Rory has won, as you mentioned. Um, Last year, Scheffler won, the number one player in the world. So you'd have those. And like, obviously coming down the stretch, the best players tend to be the best players. But the rest of the leaderboard are kind of janky with the next tier of guys, like you get your Lucas Herberts and your Christian Bezadenhouts, these internationals yeah, who just know through. how to chip. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing too, slate dynamics wise, like again, I don't think people, enough people consider this. It's something that I definitely use is like, I don't know if you saw this, but the 600 bucks from Rom to Scheffler, the 900 bucks from Rory to Max Homa, they did the softer pricing again, but they left almost 10 guys or eight guys, I guess at the 9,000 range, which is, you know, a little bit different. And then you go to the 8k range and we got 10. So you have almost 20 guys in there that you could definitely classify some winners out of like could Hatton win again? Yes. Could Tom Kim show up and win a tournament? Yes. Cam Young, Matt Fitzpatrick, Sung Jay would not surprise me. Not saying they're all winners, but if, if if they showed up and won, it would not surprise me. And then you fill it out with guys like Finau, Cantley, X, Zalatoris. Like there's just a loaded range there that you don't have to. So I'm probably more likely to go one stud of those 10K guys and then go from there or just skip all three completely versus building with two of them because I don't love the 6K range nearly as much, and that's kind of what a Lucas Glover or Thurston Lawrence will do for you. Uh, also AM for Thirsty Lawrence. AM PM? Yeah, he's AM. I, I, for some reason, I didn't put him in my top 40 parlay. I kind of forgot he was in the field until I was like, oh, yeah, here are the picks that I wanted to make this week. All of my sleeper guys, those top 20 guys that are top 40 guys I talked about, they're all AM PM. Ben Ann, Sam Ryder. Uh, Moronk's actually in the, uh, Minwoo Lee is another one who starts in the AM. Moronk at 72 is actually a PM AM guy. So he'll end up in some of those splits for me. So here's the lineup that I built initially. Like okay, uh, we used to call it the shitter guy lineup, but I just put down like, who do I feel the most safe with? Not necessarily the most safe, but like what lineup do I like that I can get to? And I ended up going Homa Zalatoris Finau. Homa Zalfinau. Fleetwood. Oh, this sucks when this does this. Fleetwood, yep. Ryder and Ben Ann. That's no win stacks, no nothing. That's just me looking at names. And I know you don't like Sam Ryder, but I do. And I don't like Ann. Either. You don't like Ann? Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. just don't like him. It's a no-putt event. Yeah. You can put Luke List into a spot then. Yeah, there, no, I'll use that. I want to use this as a baseline and then build what we actually think can beat it. But that triple 9,000 
I, there's going to be such a because Hatton is what eighty four, yeah, eighty three. He's eighty three. Hideki is eighty two. Not that I think that he's going to be super popular. Mitchell is eight thousand. Connors is seventy eight hundred dollars. We'll see what people make of Fitzpatrick. Day is eighty five hundred dollars. That. I don't think you're going to see a lot of people, because of what the bottom end of your roster looks like, that the triple 9K, I don't feel like is going to be necessary for people because they can turn that triple 9K very easily into Rory and Day rather than Finau and Zalatoris or something like that. Interesting. Yeah, I saw it kind of the other way. I saw it where everyone thinks that three 9Ks might be sneaky because if you're fading the three big dogs, you feel like you're doing something crazy, but I don't actually think it's that sneaky. And I think a lot of people will be happy to start like, Zalatoris, and then pick your choice of Homa, JT. Like, Homa's even getting steamed up, so it could be, like, Zalatoris, Xander, or Cantlay, and then pick one more above or below. But maybe we do see, like, a 2-9, as well. Here's the... I, I, well, I'll throw in what I think is the most, and this will probably project out to be the best, although Day probably projects better than Hatton. I think people will use Hatton over Day when it comes down to it, or use them both together. I think both get a lot of a lot. Yeah, of like it's 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 an either or or both situation for a lot of people with those two. But I think the most common start is going to be Rory Zal Hatton, and then figure it out from right, there. Let's see, Rory. So we can build what we think people will do with that. So Rory Zal Hatton, uh, Fleetwood has to be getting all the love at seventy five hundred. Is he? I again, I don't care what the sites say. To be honest, I'll let's, just go with see. what I know. And- well, w- Woodland seventy four. Yeah, it's. Keegan Bradley, Tommy Fleetwood, Gary Woodland are the three. I think with the, all the by buzz. the time I got to make a note on my own sheet so I remember this for later. But I definitely think by the time it comes around, Fleetwood has the ownership. Just my prediction. I think that makes a lot of sense too. He's seventy five hundred. I, I think he's a good play. <laughs> yeah, like it looks awesome. So I. So it's we'll not throw, saying it's bad. I'm just saying I think that's how it shakes out. So again, so, you have to make your decisions based off that. So now we have double seventy one hundred for two spots. Looking at the ownership. Woodland, I have projected for around 15%, and like in that range-ish, give or take a few, at 7,400. And other than that, there's no one that really pops out from lower than him as a chalk-type play. Hoagie at 73, maybe. Min Woo, I think, is going to pick up some buzz. Luke List will be popular amongst people who use optimizers and modeling, but he's not going to be popular amongst the general public because they'll be like, oh, yeah, that guy can't putt. Let's not use him. Which might actually be the proper move here. Could be true. Be- Bez is down here. One, one thing I haven't seen yet, though, Pat, is that this range is usually pretty peppered, and especially these names. When you think of Aaron Wise, Alex Noren, and Brian Harmon, the past few weeks, anytime they've been in the field, and even, I think, wasn't last year where, <clears throat> excuse me, Harmon was extremely owned at this tournament and then failed, but I'm not seeing the ownership going there this week. Instead, I'm seeing it go in that Fleetwood, Woodland, those type of guys in that mid-range, so I'm just not sure how you see it actually shaking out, but I guess... I think it's just going to be spread out. Everyone will be like 4 to 6%. That'd be great. Do, do you like a documentary Damon? No. It's U.S. Open-style course. He just watched a documentary on Netflix. He played so good at the U.S. Open. You, mean, you know who I just watched? Who? Eric Cole. <laughs> Gosh. I, why not? He's won the member championship at this course before. There you go. I, I think just play Eric Cole in Florida. Maybe. Like this, I'll, this, I'll this risk is where he, he he played his entire life in Florida. He's so used to these greens and, and these conditions as well. I just think he has a lot of experience versus I know a lot of these guys live in Florida, but dude's been playing on the Florida tour for fucking six years. There, yeah, this is what I keep saying. It's like, oh, he's a stud now. Look, did you watch him on Sunday? Yeah, it was awesome. You've been liking him since the start of the season. So it's like I'm at least I'm staying to my same side on this one. And it was great to see him do it last week. But man, this range has better guys. There's a reason he's a 
34 year old rookie and was playing for 1200 bucks. And I mean, it's an excellent story. Won 1200 bucks on a mini tour like two weeks ago and then comes out and wins almost a million bucks and probably could have won, should have won the tournament, but didn't. But I'm not playing him after that. Like, it was just, uh, here's my, what I said to Kenny on Monday. I'll get your take. Justin Suh, same price. We pegged him last week. It's not like people are going back to him heavily or anything. What was more? So you lose in a playoff after having a chance to secure stuff up, everything. You still get a big paycheck, but you lose that. It's got to be a little bit heart-wrenching. And then Justin, or Justin Suh coming in with full momentum, finally getting a top five. He was back in the day sitting in the chairs with Hovland, Morikawa, and Matt Wolf at the time, and he was oh, the Matt forgotten Wolf. dude. Matt Wolf, Matt Wolf played okay on the He played okay on the okay on the tour yeah, yeah. last week. Let's get but, him back. But I mean, like, don't, like, I would go back to Suh again, for me, at the exact same price. I would take a chance on guys down below. Smalley, Bramlett uh, had one bad, talk about uh, Webb, Bramlett had like one bad round before that he was crushing. One thing I learned with Eric Cole on the weekend is when I back some of these guys, it's how Raza always plays Denny McCarthy, mm-hmm. that it's kind of nice to have some guys who can putt in your lineup from time to time. Yeah, sometimes it works. Sometimes yeah. it's like, this is nice. Yeah. And as someone who was tracking Justin, is it Sir or Sue? I think it's Justin Sir. I thought it was too, but other people are like, no, it's like, it's like Sue from Swingers. Maybe if I'm wrong, so be it. I don't. I don't really care. You know, not to be rude. I'm saying like, I don't care if I get pronunciations right as much as do I make money. Yeah, do you make money? I, I, I That's just, what I, I care about. So. I, I wasn't sure if you knew or not. But I don't like, know. It, yeah. It's. I know he gained like eight strokes putting last week, but. I just think that he's going to be very good on these greens. Yeah. And I think that's going to save you. If, even if you don't have your best stuff, making a few 13-footers along the way is really going to help. Where, man, Suh well, couldn't make a fucking three-footer. Yeah, but he was dialed in and he was right there. What about when he starts making That's the other angle of that. Actually, thanks for bringing that up. That's the guy that I was sweating. He could not make a putt. Yeah. And meanwhile, the other guy's dropping a 70-foot triple breaker for the streak. On Sunday, like Eric Cole ran pretty solid, so yeah, he ran about as good as he could run. Yeah, and and still didn't get the job done, unfortunately. But good job for him overall. And again, great story. Loved watching it. I, we didn't talk about that. We don't have to, but I love that 18th hole so I, much so I. that I I really hope that Jack, when he came on Jack Nicholas and talked about for next year, that it's still going to kick off. They're going to get a sponsor, which I'm pretty sure is 100 now. They're going to kick off the Florida Swing again, but hopefully they can just make everything else shift and work so that it can be a designated event. Because I want all the best players. In this course, I don't care who gets embarrassed. That's what the people want to see. Paul, for future like nickname purposes, Pat, you're the nick- nickname guy. Okay, I think you should pivot to Sue and call him Justin, a boy named Sue. A boy named Sue. I mean, that's that's why Sue was named Sue in Swingers. <laughs> Big Johnny Cash fan. Yeah, roll it out. I, I like the nickname. I don't, like I said. I like the nicknames better than the proper pronunciation. <laughs> so I'm all about that stuff. I, I thought documentary Damon was good because he's coming off the documentary. Everyone's talking about what a great story that is. How this is U.S. Open conditions. I don't know if you could play him, but at 6,800, he's another guy that's right there that we just know has the talent. So I wish he was doing something, but this just this reeks of a Mac Hughes week. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, it kind of does. He's never really played well here. He's not playing well right now. There's no real reason to like him whatsoever. The, the other thing is he's 1300 bucks less than Corey Connors if you want to take the cheaper Canadian that could just do the same thing or play both. I'm just saying that. I, I, listen, I, I'm far... Maybe you're right because, listen... Connors has one win on tour. Mac Hughes has two wins on tour. So, and a more recent one. But Connors actually shows up in these bigger fields. Yeah, he's his, a, and, and I, I want to play for that. Honestly, I know what Mac Hughes does around the greens and how good he can get with the putter and all those factors that you're going to say, which is true. And I like him. Maybe the answer, like we always, when we go back and forth. Yeah, but I, I, like, I like Connors way more too. But I, I just, yeah, that's the thing. I, I mean, Connors, the ball striking, just everything that can be there. And if he just can make some putts, it's always the same thing. But that's why I'm always going to take a shot on him. Back, back to the well on any of these guys like uh, Nick well, Hardy, Aaron Rye. 
I can't do Nick Hardy again, man. I just can't do it. I've been doing it every week, and it's fucking costing me. He was one of the fucking goobers in that lineup. Fuck me again. It's like three weeks in a row my best lineup has had Nick Hardy in it, and he fucking sucks. And did you pivot off Nick Hardy? Because you you could have got this right, but did you pivot off Hayden Buckley to play Nick Hardy? Because Hayden Buckley really screwed some people, too. I didn't play Hayden Buckley at all. Okay, he was extremely owned. Yeah, because I played Sue instead. Okay. Oh, we did, yeah. Yeah, that was the move. We, we pivoted off to him. Yeah. So, so Rory, Zal, Hatton, Fleetwood. All right. <laughs> yeah, we got to go back to that. So what's what's our move here? That's Thirst, the thing. Thirsty Lawrence and Corey Connors? Uh, let's see what that looks like. Does it work? Well, I know it's not going to project well. You can get up to 8,100 now. You can go Sam Burns and Thirsty Lawrence if you wanted. Keith Mitchell and Thirsty Lawrence. Who do you like better, Burns or Mitchell? Burns. I like Burns, too. I bet him. But I actually like Mitchell, too. I think the answer could be both of those guys. All right, well, we can't play both. We only have 7,100 bucks per player. <laughs> Yeah, in this line. If we go Thirsty Lawrence, though, we can get one of them, and we would go Burns yourself. Sure, but I mean, you are kind of you don't like that, so let's. I don't like Thirsty, but I also couldn't like come to a consensus on the bottom of that seven K range to say like it's got to be these guys, and I don't really see anybody that gets super owned. I guess my argument would be okay. Here's what do I think people play? I can tell you that I think people play Danny Willett with like a seventy four hundred dollar guy like Woodland. There's your lineup. Projects good. I think that's what people do. Uh, Danny Willett's a, a favorite of some this week. He's not going to be extremely high-owned at all. But if people are just landing there, I think that's where they kind of go because him, Damon, you know, who, who else are you going to there? Kirk Kitayama? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, was just, I was just looking at Kitayama, a guy who's actually pretty good in the wind, has won at Coastal Courses in his career. Yeah. Uh, I would go, I think, if we're, if we're giving extra weight to the PM starts rather than the AM starts, the funny thing about this range is almost everyone is in the AM wave from 70 let's see here from lucas herbert at 7400 all the way down there's like pendrith damon rogers straka moronk are the only guy and taylor montgomery are the only guys that are in the pm wave all the other guys are am starts that's what i was gonna say so i just pivoted to something here that we can go with quickly but it's if you take can't lay out or sorry, if you take Zalatoris out to go to Cantlay. Mm. No, I'm telling you, this is what people are going to do. We're still building the original lineup here. Yeah. Rory, Cantlay, Hatton, Fleetwood, all PM guys. Now it leaves you 7250, and we can start to compare what are people that are going to build the PMAMs going to do? Because that's what they're going to do. That, that's that's so you, the guy. So it, you just switched Zalatoris to Cantlay? That's all you did in this? Uh, yeah, because I believe so. Rory's still in the morning. Hatton is still, sorry, in the afternoon. Hatton is still in the afternoon. And. Fleetwood is in the afternoon, and Cantlay would be the guy that becomes popular there. So okay, so that gives us seventy-two fifty. That actually gives us uh, once you plug in Eric Cole, who's in the PM, you can go to seventy-six hundred and take Keegan Bradley, who's also in the PM. There you go. That's, so you get your that's your best in. version of the PMAM for what people will do mixed with your plays at the bottom. Yeah, my plays at the bottom with how I think the consensus start is going to be. And then I think that it will be, is, is Gary Woodland in the afternoon? Yeah, he is. So he fits it, and then that lands you on 71. And that, that's, that was the problem that I encountered, though. Once you get to 71, all of these guys are AM guys. So maybe And you don't like Ben Ann, and you don't like, I mean, do you like Min Woo? I like Min Woo. I like Moronk, if you want to play Moronk. I like Moronk every week. Henry. Guy's great, by the way. Is there another? Yeah, he is good. 7,500, is there anybody? Fleetwood, we already got him. Hadwin, not going to be popular. 7,400, Taylor Montgomery. Do you think people go back to Taylor Montgomery? No, I don't. I and I don't know if I want to either. Yeah, I think I'll have to just because you, you talked about, you know, sometimes guys that get hot with the putter. and Yeah, no, he's he's most definitely one of them. 
Like if you wanted to go to Herman, he's a PM. Oh, I guess guy. Herman would make sense. And then what does? Is there anybody at seventy three hundred? Yeah, seventy three hundred. No, not one of the seventy three hundred guys <laughs> starting in the. Okay, PM. so then it becomes. But now, are we overthinking this? Like, does it matter that our seventy three hundred guy starts in? Like, if we're it building... doesn't matter. I'm saying if we were looking at it from a perspective, it doesn't matter. What's your name? I think Moronk fits it, and that projected the best of anything we built so far. So Rory Cantlay, Hatton Fleetwood. Moronk, Harmon, leave a hundred bucks. All PMA. I'm just, I'm not playing Harmon in this tournament. Yeah. Can't, can't do it. Yeah, exactly. Can't do it, won't do it. Okay. So he's going to be great. Keep <laughs> yeah. that in mind. Uh, yeah, that's what I think. But... What, what can we do off Cantlay? Who's the other guy below? Well, now can't we just scrap this and just build what you want to build? Yeah, yeah. Like, who for, like? for sure. Well, I mean, but this is an example of a PMAM lineup that you can, like, that. that's what we were doing with the stacking. Of the top end guys... So the quote-unquote bad wave, which might not turn out to be the bad wave. Right. We're just thinking what others are going to be doing. Let's build the contrarian AM-PM because it's very easy to do this. I wanted to build the contrarian PM-AM. Okay. Your Rom Kawa version. Oh, yeah. Because they're PM-AM and you wanted to build that. Rom Morikawa? Yeah. Let's see what that looks like. Yeah. Rom Morikawa. (laughs) Wow. 72.50 just like that. Thirsty Lawrence. He was AM. Oh, is he AM? That's not good. uh, Adberg. (laughs) <laughs> the world's best amateur. Edberg. You can get him in there. Any interest in going back to Aaron Rye this week? After, I do. Yeah. I, I actually like him again this week, too. Maybe he'll be my new Nick Hardy. That'll have He's just... AM and Hardy's PM, if you want to put Hardy no, in this fuck, lineup. But fuck that guy. We'll say real quickly on Rye. I know it's just it gets dried up pretty quickly, but this guy, man, he put everything to three feet last week and just did not make a putt. Hopefully he can make the putts this week, but he's a great he's great at scrambling. When he's not hitting greens... He scrambles. That's how he won the Scottish Open back in the day, like a little bit. So I don't know. There, this will, is tougher, though. Maybe. I mean, will, will it as a part of this? I know that you said he's going to be popular. Other no, no, no. I like, don't think he will be. I said I just think that people are set, like he makes sense. We could plug Will it in. Yeah, he's he, definitely he, not going to be popular. It's just when you hear people having to you know pick guys down here. What's Zach Johnson going? I know he, he's another guy, not going to be popular, but I've already heard mention of him a few places. He's mourning well, he's kind for of, this lineup. But. Yeah, and uh, well, for the PM AM that we're going to continue to do, Will it is PM. So yeah, that he works. fits. I like that. Do you like Pendrith at all? Um, I think so. Pendrith is the king of out of contention heater front nine Sundays. I think he yeah. was six under at the Honda, then he gave it back. Remember, he did the same thing at Pebble yeah. and got himself a top five. He went like five under on the through nine, and then just gave it gave it away on the back. But so what? Okay, here's a PM guy that I play every single week, and you best believe he's going to make my lineups again. Who is it? And don't worry if he's eleven over par at one point because he's going to storm back. Higo, man. Higo loves birdie. DraftKings-wise, dude outscores his position every week. Yeah, plug him in. Is he PM? He's PM. So you go Willett and Higo. I didn't even know he was here again playing. Guy, he just keeps playing. This guy's amazing. All right, and what's uh, does that get us? Connors we talked about earlier? So that gets us, for the final two players, that gets us to 7,800. You could go Connors and Keegan if you want. Is Connors PM? Connors and Keegan are both PM. Both you can go Connors. Do you like Fowler? No. Nah, I don't want to say no, but I think I like the other guys around him. The only thing I would say about him is that his price seems more fair now that he's playing better and in this field and all that. And I don't see it as like I just don't see him getting as much love. We'll see how it shakes out by the end of the week. Can, can I give you the most over, the end of the day the, the most overpriced player in the field this week? Okay, Figala. What the hell is he doing at that price? Versus, mm-hmm. I, I I get that Shane Lowry has missed every single cut. 
And I, I was on the Ringer show this week, Fairway Roll, and uh, Mark Hubbard's brother, Nathan, told me, he's like, Jane Lowry is now, like, openly complaining that he's playing too much golf and, like, he's tired. So that makes some sense to me. He might just kind of pack it in. But if you could, like, draw up a venue and course with the history of the types of players that do well here, doesn't Shane Lowry, like, check every single box that you would want? Yet he's coming in on four missed cuts here, five missed cuts yeah. here? Yeah. What I don't he's get 7, is He's 7,900. Okay. He's the same as Thigala. <laughs> yeah, Thigala's fourth and sixth at the Genesis and Farmers. And it was two of his last three starts. Sure. Put him on Poe and the guy's lights out. Yeah, I am I, not disagreeing with you, but I will say this. This is a, bit, a more interesting angle to me, Pat, is that last week... Sung JM was 10-9 or whatever it was and does comes 41st, drops to 89. Everyone's saying flop lag, but the ownership is still showing. There is no flop lag when you when everyone's just jumping back on. That's <laughs> it's not really flop lag because everyone's still in. It's the, the, the flop lag is Tom Kim. Sure. But now look at the Lowry situation. He's down to 7,900, a thousand less than Sung J from 10-4 after a T5 coming fit. in on a similar course. And couldn't putt. Yeah, so, which he can't do. So, but yet I, you know, how many people are going to him? Like, I'm seeing ten to twelve percent. It's something for sure, but it's not like I don't think people are gonna. I think that's you say like there are some guys. Someone like Cantley is probably under projected, and that when we get there, he'll be a he's lot. He's definitely higher. gonna be more owned than everybody thinks right now. Yes, who Cantley? Cantley. Yeah, I think Lowry's the opposite. Okay, because that's I see him like right now. I have him at eight to ten, but I actually think he's more like a ten to twelve guy. See, I think it's the other way. And if it is, then that technically we should be better, right? Like you said, like that's what I said. I don't get that everyone's hopping back on him because of his course history here. Look, I'm not a big course history guy anyway. Lowry's course history here sucks, but he's coming in off two good events. He could have a good round. He's not my favorite play. I'm just trying to make that argument. I don't understand how people think like that. Like if M is such a good play at 8900. After a 41st why, last week. Why isn't the same guy Lowry's who finished better? Lowry's 1,000 less and finished fifth last week. Why does that not apply there? It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And that gets you 1,000 more in your lineup. If you take M down to Lowry using that logic and then plugging something else in, you could definitely see Lowry continue to have good, a good week and maybe make some putts. See, I don't mind this. The Rom Morikawa, Willett, Higo. And you can change Willett, Higo into whatever two 6K guys that you like, mm-hmm. essentially. And we still have $200 on the table on this one. Keegan and Connors. You can, go, you can go Lowry, Bradley. You could go, yeah, you could turn Connors into Lowry if you wanted to. You could turn Connors into... I just, I just like that Connors you, call, you, too, you could said. You could turn him into Keith Mitchell, too, if you wanted to. Yeah, Keith Mitchell. Or you could turn Keegan into... I mean, we haven't talked about Chris Kirk yet. You could turn Keegan into Rose. You could turn him into to Horschel. You oh, I guess tur- we could still get Fleetwood, too. Fleetwood's even cheaper. You could go instead of Keegan... Oh, you can go Fleetwood Burns. Yeah, you could go Fleetwood Burns if you wanted to. Burns is AM, though. Is he? Yeah. Oh, Keith Mitchell's PM? Keith Mitchell's PM. I had it up. And, and Hideki's PM. Hideki's broken. Neck's broke. Neck broke? I don't know. <laughs> is the best he, nickname. That's a good one. He was on Raw on uh, on Monday. Someone gave him a neck breaker. He's, <laughs> yeah, done, he's done for. He's done. Cuss put him in it. When I don't know. These, these lo- Again, we got Higo in these. So all, people will see these. If I'm at the top of the leaderboards and Higo has a good week, it's <laughs> these lineups exactly that I built on the show because... I don't think he'll be anywhere else in my lineups. I okay, well, let's... let's And I... Listen, I, I know that people don't want to play Higo. So who is the guy that you think people would play? Like, we have $200 on the table with that Connors and Keegan. Let me give you a list of names from 6,800 down that RPM. You have Damon, who you said you liked. Yeah. Kitayama, Davis Thompson, Danny... I mean, well, it's in that lineup, but uh, who else here? Ben Griffin, 
Oh, Brent. is Ben Griffin PM? Yeah, Ben Griffin's PM. Okay, he's the most interesting. I think he'll also, it's not that six, again, I've said this past shows, the 7K is the new 6K. You don't get the steam in the 6Ks anymore, the way pricing set up no. on draft. Unless, unless there is a critical error. Right, and, and I don't think Ben Griffin is considered a critical error. No. He's definitely <laughs> going to be, in my opinion, one of the more popular down here, but that means what nowadays? 5%? Like, it's just not enough to worry about. So I thought that was uh, that was something. So what was it now? I deleted it. It was Rory Kawa, and then we could get... Rory Kawa... Connors. Connors and Keegan. Keegan. And if you go and, with and then we had guy, w- Ben Griffin. We had Willett and Higo in there as well. You could change Higo into Griffin, or you can go Danny Willett up to 7,000. But is Pendrith in the afternoon? I believe he is. He is. There's the version I'll go with. I like that one. So you're 2v2, so I have Higo and Willett. You have Pendrith and Griffin? Yes. I don't mind that. Yeah. Again, you can. That's the benefit of this range too, is you can start moving things around. What I'm really, again, we can go AM PM like you wanted. We, I think we have time, but just in general, we have time. We have listen. There is no time limit yeah, on this yeah, show. You, I mean. you might have a time. I have limit. all the time in the world. I just meant like, <laughs> I'm the re, everything you're saying there when you were running through that list. I just you know I, I picked out Griffin, but all I want to do is get to these builds that don't include these top guys, because I think like you said, Matt, like land your build to end on Fleetwood. How good does, is that going to look? When it's going to really be, roll. Like we're talking about Ben Griffin, he goes. So well, let's do that. Let's let's, dudes, let's, like, let's build build out AMPMs just in case because I am going to pivot and do some lineups that way. And then that was purposely loaded this way too. Like for the most part, if you look up top, like Rom, Rory, Homa, Morikawa, Finau, Scheffler, or sorry, Shoffley, Cantley, Hovland, all or not Hovland PM guys though. Like I I, th- I actually thought it was strange because I usually it's. The distribution is a little bit more, but they've put a lot of the second and third tier elite players. Because usually you would think you'd want yeah. your very top guys playing AM day one so they could be on TV Friday afternoon for the cut when there's higher viewers. Usually. Usually, but they haven't done that this week. Right, because what's more important than Friday afternoon TV is Saturday and Sunday TV. Going back to the ratings thing, Live versus PGA. Hey, li- Live, according to Live, their app had... 500 million people watch it or something oh, this gosh. weekend. So I don't even jokes on you. It's so funny though, but yeah, it, it, I don't stick up for them because I don't care. They're, obviously it's doing horribly, but it's like <laughs> the end of the day. It's like everything, it just goes on and on. Oh, Rory said it's dead in the water. Who's going to play this dude? Uh, Norman. No, actually they got all these top superstars, even the dude that beat you at the open down the stretch and, and took you down. And then it's like, oh, they're never going to get on TV. They get a network. Oh, they're never going to get a spot. Like it just, I don't care. I just, I'm a golf fan. I watch it. So Scheffler Thomas. Scheffler JT? Scheffler JT. You can go Scheffler JT. What? Or you can go Scheffler Zalatoris or Thomas Zalatoris. Thomas Zalatoris. Tom, you, so you Let's leave double Scheff- down on what we're saying. Okay, double down on what we're saying. This is AM PM yeah. in terms of stacking. So Zal and Thomas gives you 7,700 for the next four spots. Now it's and like the good thing is day. all my favorite like jabroni losers who are cheaper as a part of this wave but we don't need to build it that way but you can get jason day in here pretty easily uh you so the guys in the eight thousands that start in the am you have well vic is nine but vic sungjay fitz cam young spieth who we haven't mentioned yet day hideki sam burns thigala then we're into like chris kirk you could go i want to get your rider and in here quick because you liked them before and they actually both happen to be that so what does that land you on just out of curiosity i, I mean if you can do it i would prefer min woo and am rather okay. than Ryder. let's do that but yeah. he's he's a bit more expensive is he am though yeah he's am all right you got it in front of you so it just makes it a little easier so who's 8200 
We don't like Hideki. Burns, you said, was AM? So if you go Minwoo and Ben Ann, you have 8,300 and a half per player, which means you could do... No, you got your lineup. This is the one you want. Uh, let's see. You got JT, Zal, Day. See, I, I took out Day. I know where you're going with this. I went, Minwoo and Burns, though. That's I went, a, I went Burns and Spieth instead of Burns and Day. Spieth sucks. Does he? Yeah. Nah, Spieth's great. Definitely does. Versus if, that range? If, if who who would you rather cheer for, Jason Day or Jordan Spieth? <laughs> For my lineups, probably Jason Day because I can't get to Spieth. But but you're gonna get to Jason Day? Sure. Yeah. I, has Spieth been that bad? I don't know, but he wasn't good at Genesis. He was good at Phoenix. Dude can't putt anymore. That's a real problem. That, but, but we've seen but we've seen this time after time with Spieth. Yeah. Any he, week he can show up. He's weirdly turning into hardcore guy too because he also sucks at putting that, so much. Yeah. What's his odds right now? I think he's like 33 to 1. See, it's like, God, he can't even get good odds on this guy. I was going to say, at least I'd rather bet him because it's almost like if he's in the mix, he's in the mix. Like, he's up there. But if Spieth he's not. Spieth is, yeah, he's 33 to 1. He's the same. He's better better odds than Hatton. <laughs> and maybe I should consider him. I don't know. I, I just I don't think I can. I, I just think that in terms of a tournament construction, not that you need to be all that different if you're building an AM-PM stack exclusively, like a 6 to 0 AM versus PM guys, mm-hmm. because frankly, I don't think that many people are going to do that anyway. Yeah. Like you're different on the outset. We've skipped all the 10K guys. We're starting with Thomas and Zalatoris. That makes a lot of sense where no one else is going to really do that. Yeah. And now we have Spieth who versus Jason Day, for example. And Hatton is right there too. Like the answer to your best pivots of the week are Spieth and Tom Kim. Like Spieth, no, no one's using those guys. Yeah, I like Tom Kim, but you were, this is an AMPM lineup. Yeah, but you can't use Tom Kim in it. I'm just talking about overall. Day and Spieth are both AM guys. And there's a chance that Day is three times his own to Spieth. The other thing is, the so the way you said it earlier, just to bring that point up, is that the reason I said the way it was with the ratings and stuff and just joking around with it, but like when you, I look at DraftKings pricing, there's only three guys, including Vic at 9K even, there's only four guys of all the top dudes that are in the AM. Then you go to the 8K range and it's loaded. There's like six or seven guys. But also, Pat, when you go to the upper 7K range, so this is just interesting from a roster construction standpoint for your wave stacks, is that there's nobody, like there's Siwoo, Chris Kirk, well, Igala, who you don't like, and then it's like Burns and the other guys, but it's, there's not many guys in that AM wave. So here's what you can do. Instead of using Spieth and Burns, what if you turn Burns into Chris Kirk? Now you have your pick of Hovland, Sungjae, and Fitzpatrick. One of those guys. And I, I see no reason why Chris Kirk would be an absolute letdown. I mean, he's Chris Kirk. He could let down. But historically, he plays very well at this course. He's coming off a win. He's probably playing the best golf he's ever played. Mm-hmm. Why not go to the, a guy? I mean, if everyone's going to Fleetwood because of course history and just these sorts of conditions, Chris Kirk is also very good in these conditions and at this course. And coming off a win. Yeah. You know, and that's the other thing, too. We've talked about this in the past with some of the research that shows like guys coming off a win and their price gets significantly lowered. It's fu- I mean, why wouldn't you jump back on? They, he's under the average price and has to make a cut for you, and you need upside, and he's had upside here and literally just won last week on tour. So it is interesting, but I actually see him getting um, some ownership. Again, it's, I, I does, see it, it, does I, it all go to Fleetwood in y- the end? We'll yeah, see. I see him getting a lot of ownership too, but it's no, it's it's fine. It, it's about the same ownership as Connors and Fowler. Yeah, fair enough. And I, I like Connors the most of those three. I probably like Kirk second and Ricky third. But if we're just talking about the AM guys to go with, like, do you have a preference between Hovland, Sungjae, and Fitzpatrick? Because they're about, Sungji's a little bit higher owned than those two, but they're all in the same, somewhere in the teens. Um, prob- probably rate them like Hovland, probably in the order they are, Hovland, Sungjae, Fitz. So that's a lineup we could make. Thomas, Zalatoris, Hovland, 
Kirk, Minwoo, Ben Ann, or whatever guys in the low sevens that you like. You could turn Minwoo into Ryder, and that way you could crank up. Crank up? Let's see here. Is there anyone else in the Zalatoris? No, it's just Zalatoris and JT in the I'm trying to find, like, a, you know, who's 8,900? You just said, okay, here's a better lineup. This is what I want to talk to you about. Same guys, pretty much. If you go, if you just get Thomas out of there and you don't like Day, you can go look at, this is what I'm saying about these lineups. Listen to this lineup. Zal, then it goes to Spieth. No, sorry. Zal, M, Spieth, Burns, Kirk, Minwoo. Zal, Burns, Spieth, Day, you said? No, Zal, M, Spieth, Burns, Kirk, and your worst guy is $7,300 Minwoo Lee. Who was 9,400 last week and came like top 20. Top and 25. drove the shit out of the ball. Right. But, but I mean, like this lineup doesn't have any Ben Ann's or, or sure, know, Griffin's but, or these guys. But ben, ben, I think that Ben Ann is a really weird circumstance. Because Ben Ann at one point was one, I want to say one of the best players in the world. But he was like a top 30 player in the world for over a year and a half. And what then year, he had to go to the... What year was that? No, like 2007, I don't 2017. Okay, he was good. He almost he lost in a playoff to Cantley and Bryson at Memorial. Like he was good. <laughs> he almost won the Wyndham. I remember that. He yeah. drove right into the bushes. Like what are you doing, man? Yeah, like Just it, keep it out of he, there. He's another guy that if he's if he's winning this tournament with by two strokes with one hole to go, expect him to hit it in the middle of the fucking pond. Yeah, get but, on that hedge. If you're wondering when it's time to cash out, it's that. So yeah. I, I don't hate him. I just, like I said, it's just... Min- Minwoo has more pedigree because he's played better in bigger tournaments, be it the Masters or whatever. Minwoo's feeling good right now, too, by the way. Do you remember what happened? No. He got the... He's now into the players. Oh, he got himself last in. Last secured oh, it. So okay, he's, I didn't he's like me winning a live final cue last night. Like, that. you get that momentum going, you start to feel good and keep that rolling. And it was also his first ever uh, regular season PGA Tour made cut. He's, he's obviously crushed the three of the four Masters last year and done very well in the DP World Tour but came through that. So I don't mind that at 7,300. That's another significant price drop where it's like, again, he was what, 9,400 last week? Rightfully so. And, and goes I, down to 73, I, but I he, bet him last But week. he actually came 21st or 22nd or something there, yet see, like Sungjae can only get so much drop because of his world rank and betting odds. But I'm saying I do still validate and think of those things in my mind when I'm building out these lines. But this roster to me, who's the whole? You, you have Will Zalatoris, Sungjae M, Sam Burns, these guys are all like 50 to 1 or better to win. So is Spieth, by the way, 33 to 1 or something. Kirk, we talked about it. Yes, the odds are up because, you know, it's not likely he wins back-to-back, but doesn't need a win at 7,700. And then you get Minwoo Lee. Like that, to me, that lineup is solid. So there's one more move you can make here. Let's do it. And we'll drop Minwoo Lee for a player who, I don't want to say he's the equivalent because he might be better than Minwoo Lee. But he's also someone out of sight, out of mind. No one has really talked about him. What that, that I've seen, at least. You, right. you, you've done the tidbits. You can inform me if other people are talking him up. Take Minwoo Lee out. And put in Ryan Fox, who's also an AM player. Yep. So Ryan Fox, as we know, someone who's played well at U.S. Opens, played well at Open Championships, a very good Lynx player. Yep. Played very well on the DP World Tour. He's an Aussie. You always got to like your Aussies. Or is he a New Zealander? He's one of the two. <laughs> yeah. Either way, from that part of the world. Ryan Fox, recent form coming in. Uh, over on the DP World Tour. He hasn't played in India or Singapore or anything like that. 17th, 11th, 20th, and that was usually <laughs> against the better players in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Like when Rory and Reed and the Live guys were all playing, he was playing over there against them. So I don't think that... And he's a huge bomber as well. Like, very good win player, yeah. very good in the... And he has enough length that if he hits it into the shit in the rough, like he has enough strength to get it out. Like almost the Bryson approach where we've seen Bryson win at this course in the past. So I like him a lot. I don't like that he's a part of the AM wave, but we're still building AM wave. Now we have the ability to, I believe, how much is day? 
He's 85, so that doesn't work. You could get Kirk up to an $8,000 player if you wanted to. Is there anyone at 8000 that you like? Like, does Lowry work in this lineup? Or is Lowry a PM guy? Lowry's a PM guy. Okay, so that's... As I said, you, you do fall into a dead range some, but you could get Zalatoris up to um, JT. Yeah. If you want to avoid that chalk, for example. Like, if you think JT is going to be much lower owned and has the, the win equity there, you could definitely do that. Or you can just keep it at Zal. I guess that's why I wanted to see what some of those lineups looked like. Where now, if we want to just scramble it and mix, we can go to like who are our guys that we like. You, you like Fina, we like Kawa. You could turn Spieth into Fitzpatrick if you wanted to. Yeah, can you do that? Yep. You, you can turn Sungjae into Victor and still get Spieth up to Fitzpatrick. So it would be Zal, Fitz, Hovland, Burns, Kirk, Ryan Fox, or Burns, yeah, Kirk, Ryan Fox. I don't hate any of this. Again, you know, some people are going to say all these AM guys aren't for them and they're going to go all in on this other way. And and listen, that might be the right move. I agree. But to look at it this way, I think that Ryan Fox, if you can trust the stack, like, and and the reason to take him as a part of the AM stack is that he has historically been a very good win player, that in these conditions, he might be able to manage them. I think that's another way to look at this too. Fox or Minwoo, if you could only pick one? Minwoo. Okay. So now I think we should just build what we like with Minwoo and Fox. As now that we've we've just made like you made two very solid cases for the I made one for Minwoo, you made one for Fox. We've been right on our play both situation. Now we've got the two value plays that would you really feel that bad in, about in, a lineup in the that, bad wave? Like if I throw Moronk into this mix, for example, yeah. I don't think Moronk is quite at the level of player that they are, but he's just behind, and he's a part of the good stack. And he's $7,200. So, so he's a part of that as well. I did want to do one more of these AMs. Okay. Uh, with that same shell, the one that has Ryan Fox in it. Let's take Fox out. Lawrence. Okay, I'm just looking for something for previous. So go back to it. So I'm putting in Lawrence, Thirsty. Thirsty Lawrence. Oh, yeah, we should do that because it's in the morning. JT's Al. JT is out. I mean, you, I just... I just. Oh, you kept just Zal starting. You can okay. get... Um, let's see here. Can you get... You can get Zalatoris... You can't get him to Scheffler. Okay, so what do I have right now? I have I have I currently have Lawrence Zal Spieth Day. Oh, you have Day in there? No, I'll take Day out. So I want to get back to what you had. So Burns. We can, let's see if we can finagle this around. Fox, you want to keep Fox? No, in no. Uh, so here's what I have. I have 400 left on the table, just as a shell here. Zalatoris Sungjae. Actually, here we are. That works. Perfect amount. Zalatoris Hovland Sungjae. One, two, three. Burns, Day, Lawrence. So no Spieth. No Spieth. I mean, I turned Spieth into Hovland. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, I've got so it. So 9, 9, 8, 8, 8, 6, yeah, That's unique. No 7s, no 10s, no 11. And when Lawrence wins, it's going to be great. Yeah. Then you don't even need Jason Day to win. He can, he, can, he can have a six-play finish, and you're good. Okay, but now I want to do the studs version of it. So let's go Lawrence. Lawrence Scheffler. No, Lawrence Fox. Oh, well, yeah, Sheffield will be in there, but Lawrence and Fox. Okay, Lawrence Fox. So turn. Minwoo. So, Lawrence Fox, Minwoo. And then we can go Scheffler. Ooh. And you can go Zal. And is Fino AM? No. God, there's no other AM there. It's Hovland. That, that's the problem. It's Hovland every time, if you like Hovland. No, but it's Hovland JT. Boom, look at that lineup. Scheffler, JT, Hovland, Minwoo, Fox, Lawrence. It's pretty fire. You could turn Tom, and you could finagle it around too, where you turn Thomas into Zalatoris and use Sungjae or something like that, if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You can mix and match it however you want, or, or upgrade other guys down low, anything like that. Did we? Didn't we mention someone at? 
Who'd you mention at 63 again that we all should get behind? Oh, he's PM Webb. Yeah, Webb. I, I mean, now that I now that I remember that Thirsty Lawrence is in there, that uh, yeah, we're much better. But uh, if you did want that similar type of build with one of the cheap guys in the PM, it would probably be him. I think your PM build would be like Cole Moronk Webb. But then you don't even need Webb if you're going to use those. No, guys anyway. you don't. That's what I say. Now, now let's leave Fox and Minwoo in there and get your Finau play. That you like from earlier? So now we're mixing. Now we're mixing. Who cares? Now we're mixing. Yeah, like I, th- I honestly think that's going to end up fine. There's just it's, the I, players sure, are too I'm good. Sure, I'm sure it's going to end up. I'm going to build for the other sides, but I'm saying like if you just build these guys we like, you mentioned um, more. We mentioned Morikawa and Finau as two guys that were pretty interesting. You put that with Fox and Lee, it ends up being like a what would it be? A Fox. Oh, it's a hundred bucks off from Scheffler Lawrence, but if you go Rory, Rory Webb. You said Morikawa Finau? Yeah. I mean, if it was me, I would just... Can we just turn Morikawa into Homa? You could. Or Zal? You like Homa. I I do like Homa. Yeah. But I mean, I bet... You can do whatever you want when you have Fox and Minwoo Lee to round out your lineup. I'm saying we made good cases for them to... Now let's get our favorite plays around them. Yeah, you know, you like Homa. You you can do Rory Lawrence if you wanted to as the end of that with Homa and Finau. Well, that's that's yours. That's, That's a good version. Yeah. That's pretty solid. What's but the thing is now you're like you're not triple punting because those other two guys are seventy three and seven. But I'm just saying you are going aggressive with it. I was trying to land on Fox as the finishing point and just oh, say okay, he's got let's, the upside. Let's do that then. I mean that's one way you can swing it. That's Rory and Lawrence. Like Rory's the third most expensive guy. So let's Ooh, get rid- you can get Tom Kim Hatton. Ooh, that's pretty nice. You get you get Homa Finau, Tom Kim, Tyrrell Hatton, Minwoo, and Ryan Fox. That's decent. I like that line. There's lots of other, like, there's versions of it that you can do. Like, you liked Spieth a little bit. You can go him with Burns. Listen, I don't objectively, I think that Hatton's a better play than Spieth. But, but it's lo- good we're, for we're, tournaments. We're looking at one that's four to five times as owned as the other guy who is better odds. I can go, my guys, I have two guys that I really like this week, Cam Young and Keith Mitchell. Those fit the same thing. That's not the reason why I like looking at these things, Pat, is because we just said it. You, what was the one we said that you like was Tom Kim and Hatton? Mm-hmm. Great plays, but all, like that's the comparison. That should be more owned with the Hatton ownership alone. And then if people do talk themselves a little bit into Tom by the end of the day. They're not going to talk themselves into Tom. They're no, going to talk themselves into day. Do you think, okay, who gets more ownership, Tom Kim or Cameron Young? Uh, probably Cameron Young still, actually, the more I think about it. Yeah, so, yeah either way, Hatton, I'm saying, would be higher owned. For Kim, sure. Kim gets squeezed here so easily. Yeah, just being stuck between two of the chalkiest plays on the. That side. was the build I liked best, and that's why that's why people are like, oh, but you're playing chalk Hatton. I'm playing him with Tom Kim, Ryan Fox, and Minwoo Lee, plus Finau and Homa. Like, you know what I mean? That's where. So what? What's the best version? Last one I want to build. The guy that we're ending on is Fleetwood at seventy five hundred dollars. Right. How do we navigate this? Which is cool because we just did where it ends on it. Like we, now we can't. We're saying in our rules here we can't play Minwoo or Fox or Lawrence or any of those Correct. guys. So all right, let's go to Fleetwood. So I like Tom Kim. He's cheap enough. Recency bias because we just talked about him two seconds ago. Well, and I love him. Okay, Tom Kim. Yeah. You could do Connors and Keegan. We like Connors for sure. So if you did, you get Paul's take on Keegan. I thought there was a rule on Keegan. No, Paul, you're Paul? all in on Keegan. Oh yeah. Best win player on earth, past 24 rounds. We're back oh, yeah, on the he... East, tough course where he doesn't have to hit all of his putts. Oh, my God, it builds I mean, the best line If you want to get actually rich this week, I have uh, $6.69 on the uh, – Pat suggested it. Andrew Novak and Keegan Double, um, $6.69 pays 16000 and something. <laughs> $16,669.69? So, 
Uh, I wish. No, okay. I, I couldn't work out the math that way. Either way, I can't see how that loses. This lineup probably pays more than your double because it might be the winner. So uh, here's what I have. Can I get, can, with Let's the money it. I had left over, Fleetwood, Tom Kim, Connors, Keegan, Zalfino. Correct. Thank you. That's a good lineup. That's it. You got it. <laughs> and that projects the best, I'm guessing, that we've it's done so far. tied for the top, yep. It's t- and at much this is the other thing about it. Again, I don't use all this, but just to, I look off it to get ideas. Is it also has lower ownership than the other projected lineup that's similar to well, it? Yeah, you're you're fading the top three. But that's awesome. That's what you want. Even though it's golf projections, I guess not for everybody. Some love them, some hate them, some don't care. I don't care. I'm just trying to win. It's I'm saying that this projects equally to the other one that we built at much lower ownership across the board. What is this tournament? This tournament just popped, or maybe it didn't just pop up. I didn't notice it. There's a 60k full round special. Is this a showdown contest? I don't remember seeing that. I thought you were going to say, but it sold out. They did run a uh, 254 max this week. Oh, did they? It's already nice. sold F- out. It filled it very early, but it was the most balanced structure, and it's like the, I think it's called the Splash in NBA. No, this, this, like this is classic. This is a good, I mean, it's almost full as we speak right now. It's $10 entry, 60K total. 18 max? 18 max. Yeah, this has been out for a while now. Has it? I've never noticed it. Maybe it's always full by the day. It, the payout structure is actually pretty good. 10 grand, 6 grand, 3 grand, 2 grand, 15,000. Like, that's a balance. Yeah, super That's balanced. a balanced payout. Oh, I'm going to throw fucking lineups in lineups in that. 180 bucks. Well spent. I mean, I can play like 50 lineups in the five or just you know, kind of go all in on this one. I like that. Maybe we'll do that. Especially, you're pretty secured there. And those, like, you might just need to use the lineups we talked about today and win. Yeah, there we go. I don't have to generate lineups. Although, I, I <laughs> generating lineups is like my favorite thing to do. Uh, last one on that ending with Fleetwood. What yep. you can do, I mean, I think we came on the consensus that we really like, but let's take out Zalatoris and Finau. You can still go something like Homa Vic works at the same time. Homa. Homa Vic is good too. Homa Vic. You could also, if you wanted to, let's see. You could go Burns Rory or Burns Mitchell Burns uh, Mitchell Rory. I found another crusher though, Cantlay Thomas. Ooh, that's pretty solid. Those are very strong. How much? Dudes. How much is Cantlay? Ninety two hundred. Ninety one hundred. Ninety one hundred. That's what I said. He's getting steam for sure. Could, could you do? Steam. I mean, could you do Homa Cantlay? Does that work? No, you're hundred bucks shy. But who do shy. we like at seventy seven or seventy five? That's really what it comes down to. Oh, Kirk, Kirk from Connors. Oh, okay, yeah, that works too. That actually works really well. Kirk from Connors, and you get Homa in there. Wow, that's that's actually projected better too. Does it? Homa, Cantlay, Tom Kim, Kirk, Bradley, Fleetwood. Like the made cut equity of that too has to just be so high. Again, anything can happen, and we're mixing waves, so everyone won't think the same about it. I'm just saying, again, setting everything else aside, these are guys that can come through. Like those are solid dudes in those lineup, and you can build it around a wave stack. Just mess with that lineup we just did so homa cantlay tom kim kirk keegan fleetwood so let's end this on this if you want but this is what i'll say last thing let's flip this lineup to a pmam now just from where we're at because that's our best projected okay so we know fleetwood is already pm and we know kim is kim and cantlay are both pm kim and cantlay are both pm homa is pm homa is pm i think this is actually an all is bradley I, i think kirk is the only one who's not so Kirk is morning. Bradley is PM. PM. So we take out Kirk. So Kirk is the only guy in this lineup that's not PM. And, and playing s- these five ones is actually five ones are awesome too. But here you go. Now you can go. Uh, so seventy seven hundred can get us a Rose f- or Fowler. Rose or pick Fowler. an old dude. One guy just won. One everyone says is having a resurgence. But that's my point. You're already different. It still projects almost the same because you're not going to give much of a projection difference between Rose and and Fowler and those. Now you have a PMAM of a version we liked. I, I like it. 
Also, what, when does JT go out? Uh, PM. No, he's AM. So he's will, a, he's AM. Right, but if I go back off because I don't really like Rose, who's the guy? Who's the five one version that won at the at the PGA Championship Just, was with JT, and now you get right back to your Corey Connors play. Is, is Corey Connors PM? Yes. So there you go. I, if I was playing a five one, it's JT as the one guy going off in the morning. Cantlay, Connors, Bradley, Tom Kim, Fleetwood. Or solid. You can do that. Or the move would be get rid of Fleetwood, put in Woodland for a hundred dollars less, and then you can keep Corey Connors. If that, if you really, you mean I can keep Homa, keep Homa, yeah, yeah, go up to JT to Homa and keep it all. There's another version of it, exactly. and, that, and that's a PMAM. Yeah, I got no problem with that. All right, this is gonna be fun. I like this tournament. Apparently, the players hate this course. I love watching this tournament, but that's why I love those events. Like that's why this swing is so good. Like even just last week, I mentioned it. you said we we talked on the show last week. You're like they don't want to come here and get embarrassed. Probably not, but I don't care. I'm a fan, and I want to watch them get embarrassed. I want to see who finds their way through and makes it happen. That's why I love Memorial every year, especially. Like, Rom just dominating those guys. It's, that's awesome to watch. So we ended up... What do you think I should do between JT, Finau, and Homa, betting-wise? I, I, even talking this through, I haven't come to any... My J, heart, JT or Homa, for my, sure. My, see, my heart tells me I want to bet Finau. All right, then your heart's going to be wrong, so go JT. You have to, uh, what did I say? Bet with the head, not with the heart. Tune into the newsletter. Sub, right. sub to it for free. and He's, see, see he's where betting it. Fina, spoiler alert, but still tune into the <laughs> newsletter. Go hey, ahead. I could bet two of those guys if I really All wanted right. to. Okay. I don't have... I, I do just want to leave a bullet open, but although that bullet's going to be a long shot either way. Like, it's going to be someone who's like 300 to 1 what or something. What does the fox say? Do, 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 well, do. maybe that... How do I do that this week? Because okay. I, I told you about like the, the top 40 seven-way parlay. Like, that stuff stupid, but for my own entertainment. Is there a way to bet these guys? Aren't we doing the make the cut or miss the cut parlay? With Sh- these, should we do that? With the win stacks. With the win stacks? Yeah. Well, let's, okay, let's do it right now. All right, if you want to. I'm in. But all those guys are a part of the bad wave. <laughs> yeah, you got part it. of the good wave. Oh, if you want to know how to bet Fox, the answer is play him in DraftKings. 7000 bucks. You just get him to make a cut and come through for you. And if he adds more to that, great. Bet him top 40 if you want it. I mean, there, there's ways to do it just straight up. And I just, You're looking for a big payoff, Pat. You know. That, that is always what I'm looking for. Like, we have to bet on Scheffler to miss the cut. Because he's AM, PM, and because... Plus 550. There's yep. no way he's winning it twice. Well, let's see here. Um, who, were the, who were the AM, PM guys from the very top? Scheffler, Thomas, and who? Scheffler, Thomas, Zal. Zal? Zal's chalk. We got to put him in there. So, we can play a Scheffler, Zal, Thomas to miss the cut parlay. It pays 145 to 1. Done. Yeah. 10 bucks. Load up. 1462. When people wonder where all my money goes in my account, it's on shit like this. Now yes. I have to just bet it with you. But well, it's fun. It's a fun bet. Uh, unable to confirm I'm from a real place. Yeah, I have to do it on my phone. It's I have weird. to do that after, too. Okay. All right. Yeah, I like it. Tambo, at Totek and Tambo. Just want an NBA qualifier, so I guess follow you for NBA advice. Everything, man. We got an NBA show tonight, free on the Rump Your Sports YouTube channel. I'll be on that at 5 p.m. Eastern, but or, or whatever time it is, 4.30 or 5 Eastern, I forget, but... You should probably know uh, the show, that if the you're showdown on the show. shows. I'll be honest. I know my schedule when I get home. But the showdown shows I want to talk about because last week, Pat, another round two winner. Our guy, True210, he actually ended up having a crazy week. He won the round two showdown for 50K, had to sleep on it with some holes to play and guys chasing him. So he got that 50K. He wins the Fantasy Golf Degenerates Listener League, which is extremely tough to do for 500 bucks. And he comes seventh for 7,500 in the main $20 on the classic slate as well. But he gave us credit for the show, the round two showdown show. So stick in, stick tuned, stay tuned for those 
because we stick to that same schedule every week. It's going to be Thursday and Friday evening, myself and a guest on the Mayo Media Network. So you can check that out there. And then the free version for round four is on the Rump Here Sports YouTube channel. Yeah, so round two showdown, round three showdown on Mayo Media Network, uh, basically at the conclusion of the round. We got fucked over a few times with too many guys. If there's like 30 guys left, people asking about that, like it just, you can't, or like the, we don't even know who made the cut. When there's three or four guys, we do if then scenarios and we talk through it the best we can. But when there's 40 guys on the course on that West Coast swing that we had, it was very tough to do it. That's the only time you wouldn't see a show. That's what it comes down to. Oh, amazing. Feinberg's in our DMs right now, like complaining about Keenan Allen and about not going anywhere. He's, he's Now that he's in Florida, he's just having a meltdown the entire time. It's fantastic. Heat, and he's got a list. He's not, he's not good. He has a list. Yeah, the heat's getting well. to him. Yeah. It's fantastic news. Yeah. Fantasynational.com slash Mayo will get you 20% off. Like I said, the weekly goes Wednesday to Wednesday. Call it a two for one. I think it's like seven bucks after the discount. Listen, you're going to play more than $7 worth of entries. You might as well generate your lineups in the correct way. All the PMAM information right next to their names to make it very easy on you as well. Listeners, the league is full, but smash the like and sub to the channel. Download the podcast along the way and sub to that newsletter completely free. Get sent directly to you. So go do that. I'm Pat Mayo. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.